You know, 1313 E3. Oh, you didn't let me make any <laughs> Kingdom Hearts jokes. Okay, uh, make a Kingdom Hearts joke. Oh, people who think three is stupid haven't been following the series. One can call them stupid. <laughs> I was that a, was that a that. joke? I'm so, confused. I was sounds like, like commentary. Like, okay, okay, do a Zen this voice. Make up a joke. The first part kind of worked. Second, the second part, part didn't part. go at all. <laughs> that was like commentary on the gaming community. That wasn't... So, it appears your hearts have led you to obliteration. Perhaps it does not always pay to be loyal to one's heart. Your peas are super strong there. I will have to remember that. <laughs> See, that, that works. That's a line in the game. And where's your respond to you? Room. Dude, I love. The, the key to that is just tilt it up a little bit more so you're talking like over it instead of at it. Yeah. I love Zen this. Uh, but yeah, E3. I don't... I'm sorry. I've been trying to figure that out for a while. But it's cool. It's cool. Uh, E3. So, I think we had a pretty good one this year. Yeah, I think it was good too. Uh, I remember seeing a lot of people crap on Bethesda's, yeah. but I, I, I thought it was entertaining. Theirs was the worst I saw. I I like Bethesda's. I mean, Granted, I didn't see Ubisoft or any of E3 or any of EA's, but it was not <laughs> EA sucked. Well, it was three hours for six games. Yeah, and there was it was like it was kind of like Tony's last year where it was talkie show parts in between. So I just didn't watch the the talk show parts. Yeah, well, I watched the whole thing because I hate myself. But at, um, at least at least at two times speed, right? <laughs> nope. Everything because you can't it. download the video, so I had to record it as I watched it. And I learned this mistake from Google Stadia: if you play it at two times speed and try and slow it down in two times speed, the audio sounds super weird. So that's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, EA, the only new game they talked about that wasn't like Madden and FIFA was um the Star Wars the game. Star Wars game, which. Apparently, I wasn't super into until I heard apparently it's like got Metroidvania elements and like is about exploring or something like multiple planets and you have like a team. Yeah. Like, why didn't you show us that EA? I don't like know. They had... showed us some guy playing the game really slowly. Yeah, really slowly, kind of boringly. <laughs> like the the saber swings didn't seem to have much impact. There was yeah. platforming at least. That's that seemed okay. They didn't really show any force powers or anything interesting. Yeah. The only like, force power I saw that Jedi, I liked was the laser thing. And he kind of he kind of just looks like a generic guy protagonist really yeah one of the youtubers i watched i watched uh that part of the reason i was willing to watch the ea conference because a youtuber i watched streamed it uh and they were like okay so this this game is set after order 66 and all this stuff's happening why are we not just playing as ahsoka because like canonically well in the eu ahsoka like went through a bunch of shit during order yeah, 66 she became and, like, a sith lord that's yeah, why like, her lightsabers are white like, now why not just like have her be the protagonist and make that canon. Like I, w- I just want them to recanonize all of the good things from the EU and yeah. just push all the bad stuff. Out, you Plus, know, Ahsoka Tano is canon. I mean, Clone Wars is yeah. canon. Yeah. Like it, it wouldn't even be, it wouldn't be that big yeah. of a deal. I never watched all of Clone Wars. I heard it was good. I didn't either, but people do say it's pretty I good. I watched the Savage Press parts. Uh, I didn't watch any of it, <laughs> but yeah, I. I did like their EA's presentation of Apex Season 2. I know Apex is already out or whatever, but the way they handled the presenting Season 2, it was it, they only covered new stuff. They didn't cover it like 
Oh, Apex is a brand new game. Kinda they like were the, just like, hey, here's like some the Mario updates. Maker Direct. Like they yeah. didn't like show us stuff that you, we'd already seen before. Yeah, they showed us the new updates to the meta, the new rank system, and the new character. And that was pretty much it. And then they showed some Sims stuff and Madden stuff and whatever. Same stuff. Like, hasn't The Sims 4 been out for like seven years? Yes. <laughs> Not seven years, but, you know, a long time. Way too long. Just make The Sims 5 at this point. Yeah, I mean, they, what, what do you add to Sims? I've never touched The Sims. So. Sims 4 is, I mean, they're all the same. It seems like the type of game that you would just update. Like, I mean, I know making a new game suppose, like, gives you more like, money. Operating systems or something. That's, or, like, that could be true, too. Because the they the, could also just re-release it for the next console. They could true. still make money from that. All right. But after EA, we had the first, oh, like, yeah. um, real uh, conference with Microsoft. Yeah. Oh, before we go into, you know, real E3, can we talk about Stadia Connect really quickly? I haven't touched on Stadia. I saw it and that I like the idea of it. I know I know a lot of people, a lot of gamers don't care whatever, but I like the idea of uh video games being that accessible. It, the whole idea behind Stadia Connect is streaming AAA games to any device at all. So like you can play uh I almost said Black Ops 2. That's that's game is years old. You play Destiny 2 on your cell phone and it looked good. And I was worried about performance, but then I saw uh, Bethesda came out with Orion, which is like uh, a plug-in for that. And they were playing Doom with no latency at all. That that looks super cool. If, Granted, it might have been doctored because they were on the stage. That's true, but if it if if I even get half that performance, that's still impressive for a first gen of this kind of system. I think, like you say, it's it's good for like accessibility, especially at its price point. Yeah, but like as a big uh, video game boy extraordinaire uh, and a collector, I feel like I would rather definitively own the games I play mm -hmm. so that I can go back to them whenever I want, so that I can be more secure in my purchase. Because if I ever stop paying for Stadia, I I stopped paying for I stopped having access to all of the games. Yeah, that's true. But and I don't really think I, I'm the same way, but I don't really think it's for us. Yeah. I think it's for drawing in a new audience, which I when I commented on it, some dumb idiot came up and was like, Wow, marketing uh marketing games for non gamers, what a great idea. How and, do you think we get more gamers? <laughs> exactly. That's what I was saying. You aren't just bored. It's not like race. You aren't just boring gamer or non-gamer. Yeah, you, it, it's called expanding your market, yeah. expanding your audience. I don't like <laughs> gaming has gotten bigger because uh, because of things like mobile games mm -hmm. and the Wii. Like, I feel like there are probably more grand. Like, have you seen the videos of like grandparents like in retirement homes like playing Brain Age and loving yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Those are so cute. Like, just like it's bring if it's gonna bring happiness to more people, I'm all for it. But I will personally not support it. And if the industry starts moving in the direction where that's like the main thing as opposed to consoles and owning your games. Yeah. If it, I will, I will, I don't, I'm not going to be comfortable with that. Yeah. It, I don't feel like it's at a, in my opinion, it's never going to be able to compete with consoles and, you know, computers just because of, there's always going to be a little bit of latency between yeah. the internet and the game and the controller. And there's just so much wireless connection between the remote, the phone, the server, the internet connected there's so much going on that could fail whereas if you have a computer with like ethernet then you're already jacked straight to the core if you have a, even a console on wi-fi your your remote is designed for that console it's it's so yeah. much tighter i guess yeah like you couldn't really do switch games 
like one you can play one two switch or a cd yeah at all unless they could like get the phone vibrations to work right uh but yeah stadia who knows uh yeah it's interesting it is interesting um i'm just hope i hope it works not, not even for my sake i i'm not going to use it but i hope it works um right. let's my, see. Ooh. microsoft microsoft my- <laughs> bill gates technologies yes all uh, right so the first thing i've written down is bleeding edge which is what uh, one of the things they started with <laughs> I don't. I don't even. Who are these people? Uh, Ninja Theory. Ninja Theory. I don't know they, anything about Ninja Theory. Uh, they did D. Okay, they're like they were like a weird. I get them confused with Team Ninja all the time because uh, they're, they're two separate studios, but they both have like similar names. Ninja Theory uh, made their first big title was DMC Devil May Cry, which is the oh they reboot. did Devil May Cry? they did the reboot of Devil May Cry, okay. which was really controversial because they they changed Dante's personality to be awful <laughs> uh like instead of being like a fun like fun loving like back guy like he's like a edgy like trailer park hooker, hooker fucker guy and he's like why Fuck did they you. do that because it, it was the seventh generation and that was what they thought would be cool and accepted but that, that was never what people liked about dante uh i've heard the combat in that game is like better than you think uh but the, their big claim to fame now is hellblade's newest sacrifice mm. yeah so uh, they've been bought by Microsoft and instead of and like it's weird because like everything they've made before now has been like single player experiences and now they're right. making a 4v4 Overwatch but like melee. Yeah, it's <laughs> when companies have something that works and then do something totally different. Like just, it's me- like if um, uh, Moldenhauer, the Cuphead guys, it's like if they went and made yeah, a, a 3D dating, first person shooter. Like a dating sim. <laughs> yes, something that's not even close to Cuphead. It just doesn't really make much Mermaid sense. Sama. <laughs> um, I saw I Outer Worlds really caught my eye because I love Obsidian. I was obsessed with Fallout New Vegas for so a while. It's, it's by the same people as Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Um, a, except you know, because uh, it, it had the exact same uh, yeah. facial I, animation. When I saw I that, like, I was oh. like, "What? This looks that, that, super that's, familiar." That's Fallout, right? And then I saw Obsidian, and I'm like. Yes, yes, because uh, Fallout New Vegas is so good, and I've Bethesda bought it, and you know Obsidian didn't get much money from it, so they're like, "Well, shit," and so now they're gonna Darn. make a much better <laughs> version. Yeah, man. Of hopefully uh, whatever they're doing. Um, let's see. Ori two, baby. Oh yeah, I saw Ori that. Two. I'm uh, I gotta play the first one. Yeah, I I just bought the first one like really? last week. I was playing it today. <laughs> I've heard it's good. I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I'm not very far into it, but um, you need to play it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems right up my alley. Metroidvania. Hopefully, the music's good. Isn't it Metroidvania? Yeah. Akil said it was just an adventure game. But okay, no, I'm just playing it. All right, I'm excited because um, February 11th or 2011th, I think next year. Yeah, February, February 11th, 2020. That's yeah, what it is. I can I can beat it by then. It'll, and then, uh, it'll be fine. Minecraft two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like dungeons game or whatever it i mean it was weird to look at i saw it it, it went into my brain it's in there somewhere it kind of went in came out for me <laughs> yeah I, mean, um, I have it written down uh it's better than mario maker 2 because it lets you play online with your friends <laughs> but uh, then they, they came out uh during the treehouse and we're like hey uh we've heard the complaints and we're gonna try and make mario uh maker 2 let you do that now so it's not better than mario maker 2 unfortunately okay well i'm glad it- I like this new age of companies actually listening. <laughs> like yeah. I it's not it wasn't often before that you saw that and 
you know, with Sonic, the Sonic movie. <laughs> yeah, well, there's lots of, I have concerns with specifically the Sonic movie and the whole idea. Like, the Sonic movie, like, that's a lot of, that's crunch time for the animators. Yeah. That's not healthy. Yeah. Uh, but for, like, the, the industry as a whole, like, it's weird because, like, it kind of, I feel like it's a good thing when companies listen. But, like, it kind of breeds entitlement in a way, I feel. And it also, like, just, like, a me thing, like, there's no surprise anymore. Like, if Nintendo is always doing whatever everybody is complaining the loudest about, then, like, there's never going to be a surprise. Like, well, it, it's one thing for them to listen before it's out because yeah. then that like, I agree that does yeah. breed a sense of entitlement. But when it comes out and a lot of people have a problem with something, I think they True. should I think they should listen after it's out. Like like give give the developers a chance to show you that if it is good, but then if yeah. it's still not good, then change it. Um but you you can't really avoid the sense of entitlement because Every people will be entitled. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Gamers are pretty entitled bunch. Let's see. Uh, I, their Gears of War showcase was really weird. Why did yeah. they go under the stage? Why did they go under the stage? <laughs> it was weird. I, I just don't care about Gears I don't Gears care of War. either, but... I've heard good things about, like, the third game. Because apparently, like, the third game was when they, like, started giving the characters, like, character arcs and things. <laughs> like, uh... H-Bomber guy used it as an example in one of his videos. He was like, hey... Uh, a lot of people feel like stories and games don't belong, but when people, but when they added a story to Gears of War, a lot of people really liked it. So like, stories and games do belong. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> like, games are just another way to tell a story, man. As I've grown, in as I've just as I've gone along in life, I've kind of found more and more reasons to disagree with Donkey. Basically, is, is that with, with Donkey? Yeah, like he doesn't like stories and games. I feel unless it's like Uncharted, and he doesn't really. And there's a lot of there's, there's there's just more and more about him I find myself disagreeing with. Well, I mean, like it's he's he's like totally fair in believing what he believes. He's not but yeah, 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 saying yeah. anything bad, but like, I get I, that. I just disagree. Uh I think the reason a lot of people just kind of flock to uh listen to Dunky a lot of times, at least our age or younger, he's very is because uh he's very confident and he's very meme. Yes, that too. And we're all young, you know? Yeah. But as we grow up and figure out our own tastes, it's like some of, I agree with, I do agree with a lot of what he says, but I don't yeah, agree like, with the, another lot of what he says. Like, uh, like him, I'm super impatient. I'm, I'm playing Final Fantasy VII and I find the character super charming and I'm enjoying the story, but I just, I can't stand that the timing system on the turn-based combat is so annoying for me. What do you mean? Like, like when you attack and your party attacks, and the enemy attacks, and everyone's done attacking. You still have to wait for your yeah. green bar to fill all the way up before you can start again. So like there's turns, like man. there's like 15 seconds of just nothing happening because everyone's turn you is can, already done. If you want, turn up the speed just of the ATB bars in general and the settings. You can. I did oh, that. I did okay. that like first thing. I okay. did, I put it like half. I put it halfway between the middle and the fastest option. Uh, that doesn't make the, make the game a little harder. Uh, so when I first did that, it made it a little harder for me. But like. That's how I play the majority of the game, so it might be calling my experience differently. Yeah, that I'm. A, I'm. See, I just. I. I don't like things to be slow. When I when I play games, I don't really like for them to be slow. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean I don't like stories in games. As a matter of fact, I prefer games with stories and like characters I can connect to and stuff like that. But stuff that drags it down just really bothers me. Like, I. I don't know why this happened to me. But I was playing Final oh, Fantasy yeah, VII. I think you just got super unlucky. I don't know why this happened, but 
I don't know if the game glitched or what, but the the first twenty minutes. Yes, really. And I, after I did the beginning boss for Final Fantasy VII, um, the guy they showed off in the E three trailer at Squares. Yeah. Um. After I beat him, the the ten minute timer starts for the bomb or whatever, and I start going back. And according to John, according to a lot of things I looked up, I should have had plenty of time yeah. to get back. But the random encounter, uh, I guess, variable Wait. jumped up super high or for like, some reason. I guess like. Okay, so, like, FF7 actually has, from my experience, a rather low encounter rate, but, like, maybe it's based on steps, and you just happen to get rolls that gave you encounters, like, every couple of steps. Yeah, I just, that was so, it was so frustrating, because they kept coming, and it got to a point where I was like, okay, I have three minutes, I'm gonna save really quick, except... I couldn't figure out how to save, so I ran out of time. You I ran out of save. I, I like I knew how to do it, but like at a point. Yeah, it was weird. Like I got to the point and I was pressing what I thought was the right button, but it wasn't the right button. So I lost like an extra twenty seconds oh, of no. time, and I saved it there, and I could not get back. Every time I was close to getting back, I kept getting a game over, and this happened like seven times until I just got to seven a point. Times. It, where I just I just started spamming the plane attack, but I just started spamming A until I made it all the way through. I finally got past that, but that was so annoying. That's an, an example of the game slowing down. That should it, it shouldn't have been there. Yeah, that, though, that's so. just like a freak weird thing. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, but the big the the first big thing they showed off at Microsoft's was definitely Cyberpunk. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm Keanu so Reeves, excited man. for Cyberpunk. I. I didn't play much of Cyberpunk 2020, but my my stepdad and my oldest brothers love that game. It's a tabletop. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. And um, I loved watching them and seeing what was going on with it. That's kind of how I got interested in the idea of Dungeons and Dragons, even though I didn't play it till like last year or whatever. But Cyberpunk 2020 is cool, and seeing um, what's his name. J- Johnny Silverhand, uh, Keanu Reeves, his character. Seeing him on screen, I was like, "Yeah, so this is the same canon. That's cool." Uh, I'm I'm very excited for Cyberpunk yeah, 2077. I don't really know like what the gameplay is going to be like, and I haven't really feel like I've seen enough to like be sold on it. But like, it seems like a, a cool place. Did you a see cool the setting. 45 minute gameplay? Thing? I want to watch 45 minutes of gameplay. It look. was it was fun. I was yeah, I was bedridden so i was like yeah, i'll watch it it's it looks fun because it's a first person open world like Deus type game. um i haven't played Deus Ex. it's like first person oh wait i have played Deus Ex. yes i it's it's like Deus Ex except bigger um Deus Ex, uh the thing that makes it so great is the fact that it's kind of small and dense yeah yeah but this is big and still dense so it's yeah, cd it's project be i don't know what they're what they're doing over there and my, they made some great what i've heard great games yeah and uh this guy I work with, he's really into computers. He said he looked at the requirements, and I don't know if this is right. He might have been looking at the wrong thing, but he said the minimum PC requirements was 16 gigabytes of RAM. Is that a lot? <laughs> That's a lot. What's like the average amount of RAM? This is 8 gigabytes of RAM. Most stuff have 8. eight this is 8 gigabytes of RAM. Um, I think the PS4, you know, I'll look that up. I don't want it to seem stupid. I'm pretty sure that has. I know the gigabytes. PS4 has 2 terabytes of, has a terabyte of space. The yeah. Pro has 2 terabytes. Uh, the PS4 has eight gigabytes of RAM. Eight gigabytes of RAM is pretty average. It, like it's just literally double the standard. Yeah, basically it's crazy. I don't think. I mean, you think the frame if it ended up or like if it ended up being sixteen gigabytes minimum, I wouldn't be surprised because of how dense the cities are. Yeah. There's people walking all the time. It looks like a real city. It's awesome, but um, that doesn't seem reasonable. Yeah, because. If, you can't play it. It might, it might. They might like have to cut the frame to like thirty on my console. Or maybe. Like, yeah, maybe knows. that's like max settings. 
Yeah, or they'll try and use it to promote that, you know, Sony's gonna... That's me! Oh shoot, I forgot about that. <laughs> Sony is gonna try and use it to promote the PS4 Pro or whatever, PS5. Uh, yeah, but um, I doubt it's gonna be actually that high. I'm just excited that it's yeah. coming out, because it cool. looks fun. Yeah. Uh, after that, they showed off this little game called Spiritfarer, which looks pretty pretty chill. It looks cute. I don't... Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't seem like my type of gameplay, but it looks cute. So. Yeah, it just looks like a little... There's a lot of what I saw, like little like an, like a lot of two D animated games that Microsoft showing, which yeah. is really cool. Uh, there's like that doodly game, like like set on like yeah, notebook the, paper. Uh, right, what's it called? Right of passage or something. I can't remember like what it's called. Right, if it's right of passage, that's a great pun. <laughs> but uh, it reminds me of this game called Doodle I played on Mini Clip as a kid. It was awesome. Me and like this one kid, I can't remember who it was, but we played it like till the sun came down. <laughs> uh, in Aftercare, gosh, what an awful place to be. Aftercare. The Legend of Wraith, That's what it is. Uh, um, Legend of okay yeah, yeah and the Battletoads the new Battletoads game is also two D animated yeah I I saw Battletoads it was like wow this is exciting but then I saw the style and I don't know I'm not fond of the Saturday morning cartoon style I support I like Rare so if that game well I'm probably gonna be able to play it because it's a Microsoft exclusive probably but it, I mean if it comes somewhere I can play it I'll play it because I want to support Rare and Rare's IPs because <laughs> like I want them to make another Banjo Kazooie game or a good Conquer game. <laughs> I'm. You have no idea how much I want to like Conquer, dude. I would love you to told have a, me. a great, funny, parody game that like just. But it's just not. It's just not funny. I despise Conquer. I'm. I'm looking right at you as I say this, Lanky. I despise Conquer. But anyway, that's that's not that's not important. <laughs> you called out fucking Lanky. We were talking about it on Discord. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Oh man, Lanky's a cool guy. He seems cool. Yeah. Um. I didn't want to get. I, he's available. We could have gotten on on this one, but this is like the E three one. Yeah. But the next one, I want him on here. Um, he's on the podcast, the podcast, which you should listen to. It's pretty good. Um, Elden Ring. I'm excited. That's like for all Elden the Ring the, because the, the, the oh, conference. I'm sorry. I, that was just I mean, like cool. a big cool. stand up cool. for me. Um, George R. R. Martin is an incredible author. I started reading Game of Thrones. I have this audiobook of it. It's it's pretty good, and um, I mean, so far it's the same as the show because early seasons of Game of Thrones, it's great. Um, and you know, Miyazaki and From Software, they do Dark good, Souls they do good guys, uh, they they know what they're doing. Uh, they're great at telling their story through like the visual part. So if they if they can tell a good story, and then George is it writing might, that good story, just speculation wise, it might actually be the first like character driven FromSoft game. Yeah, that would be so. It's gonna be so do- well. Um, uh, Sekiro's character driven is it oh yeah it is it's like cutscene. yeah 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 you're right except that's mostly just you know cutscenes and whatever I, and, i'd uh, like to see them be a little more creative about it i've I, they've done better before you know with um like um, all the dark souls like all yeah. the rings and stuff yeah so good okay sorry i probably skipped don't, your whole list, but it. that's what i had <laughs> i mean most of the stuff is like kind of just like i jotted down everything i, I have less notes as things go on because i just jotted down everything at microsoft like <laughs> flight simulator Yay. Flight Simulator looked good, and I thought it was gonna be like something cool. And there's and just like, like Flight Simulator. Like, why are we like, showing this at E3? <laughs> Age of Empires 2 <laughs> in 4K, a, 120 game, right? No, it's it's like an old PC game. It's been oh, since like the okay. 90s. When I hear, I've seen so many mobile game ads. Age of Empires sounds like one of those shitty, uh, what's it called? Clash of Clans uh, knockoffs. You know what I mean? Double Fine. Dude, oh, I'm here's sad. my stuff. I put it at the bottom. I. That was dumb. I don't know why I did. I'm so sad, man. Double Fine has been bought out by Microsoft, which means that potentially 
Psychonauts 2 is an Xbox PC exclusive, and I have neither of those, so I'm big sad boy. Don't you have a Mac like this? Yeah. You could just put Windows on it. I could, but it's already running hella slow because like we have so much just random files on it. I don't have the heart to clean it. You you should let me clean it. I could I could hook you up, bro. You could have Psychonauts I, I too. <laughs> the thing is, though, as I've thought about this more, a Microsoft is definitely more willing to port their games to other consoles, like yeah. Cuphead and Super Lucky's Tale are both announced for like Switch now, and like especially with platformers, apparently. Right. And second of all, it was a crowdfunded game. So I feel like that like rolls up like legal trouble, like, especially for like the backers who like were like, I would like to play this on PS4, please. Uh, if they donated enough, like that's just like they, like they basically own it. It's kind of like stocks, I imagine. If you own a little part of it, yeah. Then- like you, you, plus like it could be like a rare situation where they they were working on Star Fox Adventures uh, while they were being bought up by Microsoft, but that mm-hmm. was still a game for the GameCube. Oh, uh, kind of like how Fox was bought by Disney, but they're still releasing that dumbass Dark Phoenix movie. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's been made, so. Yeah. New Dragon Ball RPG. Oh, yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. Fighter Z was pretty cool, so. Ooh, 12 minutes. I was super pumped when I saw that. That looks dope. I love time-based stories. Yeah, cool. And it looks like he's being tortured endlessly for 12 minutes. My favorite! <laughs> and I just finished playing Katana Zero, which is another time uh, type of game you should play. It's I watched really the first good. couple of hours. It looked cool. It's, it's going to be super good. I'm working on a video for that but um i just love time-based stories and he looks so distressed and i just can't wait to see what's happening you skipped the lego star wars oh my god yes that too i'm so pumped (laughs) all nine movies (laughs) is it a remake of like all the other games because i know they covered most of them yes and like it's a it's a remake in the sense that it'll be like a graphical update because complete saga looks like ass complete ass it came up from gamecube's like launch dog. yes but um and it's still a great this game it's gonna be so dope and i was excited when i heard darth vader go oh oh because that means there's no voice act yes <laughs> and i'm excited i hate human voices i hate human voices in my lego games i don't want yeah, voice man. acting in my lego games that's horrible honestly yeah though the the sound the soundbite of tony stark saying hmm Let's see what we got here in from Lego Marvel. <laughs> burned into my brain, dog. I, me and my sister loved that game. Like it's the only game. That's not true, but it's one of the only games I can play with like my family and like have a fun time. That was one of the three games that I had on the PSV. I had uh, Lego Marvel. I had uh, Black Ops two. Not one? two. It was like some spinoff oh, game. Like it was like Black, Black Ops, Ops Mobile Ops, Black Ops Blacklist, or something like Sorry. that. And then I had an Assassin's Creed spinoff game, which was actually pretty good. It Assassin's was about, Creed, Creed of the Ass. Because like it, it played like Assassin's Creed Two, but had the story of uh like Black uh, Black Flag, which was I'm sorry, I have that totally backwards. It had the gameplay of Black Flag, but it was the but story, the story of, Assassin's of Assassin's Creed Two. And it was so good because you're playing as this like fr- African French slave woman who's like whose father was a French man and mother was an African slave. Ah, uh, so so like in some scenarios, what's that called? Um, liberation, I think. No, no. The uh, what was the the clause in like southern states that was like, hey, you, your slave status is determined by your mother, so it's totally okay for the white people to rape all the slaves and then get oh, more God. slaves. Uh, that I was know. their strategy. Jesus, but uh, your character wasn't a slave, okay. but she was freeing slaves. So, like, her, her, the cool thing about it was you had two versions to play as her. So, you were playing like her 
prissy, like high class dress where you sneak around and get information. And then you played as her slave version, which was like her assassin gear. She would go in and kill people and then free all these slaves. It was super dope. I that was a really fun game. Assassin's Creed Liberation, I think it was called. It was really good. Speaking of uh, Lego, Lego Forza. <laughs> yes. Probably when the most. Turn the lights probably on. the most interested in Forza I've ever been in my entire yes. life. Even though I've never really liked Forza before, but my brothers would always force me to play it. Just cause, like I'd be like, oh, I want to play a game, but they're like, ah, oh, well, this is the only multiplayer game we're gonna play. They like it's Forza, just, just like cars. Like if I wanted to drive a real car, I'd go drive my real car. Yeah, like I, I don't understand why sports games, uh, you know, racing games are sort of moving towards being more realistic. Because that's not fun. Why would I do that like, here when I can I just like do it in real life? You should you should have a mode where you can put that's me. You put whatever like players you want, on whatever team, make your like yeah, dream team, something like that. Like I still play NBA Streets because it, this that's the one on the PS2 because it's it's batshit crazy and you can like throw the ball on the goal, it bounces off, you grab it, do a front flip, and then dunk it. That it, that kind of shit's cool. I don't yeah, want man. like I don't want to hold the button and shoot it just right and. Pick the right team member. I don't care about that. I just want I want Michael Jordan to do a backflip. That's all I want, man. Uh, Fantasy Star Online too. Uh, oh yeah, I don't know anything so about I'm it, but I think it's. Cool I'm a little that it's confused. To the states. So like, okay, so it's it is a thing that's existed for a while. It's mm-hmm, never yeah. came to America because I know the original PSO was like the first big MMO on the console mm-hmm. in America, but I thought it was like a completely new game. It's 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 a no. Port. It's been out for. I'm not sure how long, but it, it was out before, but now it's coming to the States. Cool. Not Europe, <laughs> but it is coming to the States. I don't oh, know yeah, why yeah. it's not going to Europe. Yeah, that's weird. My heart goes out to Australia. <laughs> they probably get like three games a year. <laughs> I told you. He's got a he's got a new breathalyzer vape thingy in his room. <laughs> it's a fucking essential oils, man. Oh, there's also, speaking of Japanese RPGs, uh, a new Tales game got uh, announced. At a new what game? Ta- like Tales of, Tales oh, of no, Symphonia, Tales of Zestaria. Uh, yeah, I've heard of them, but I don't know. They're made by Namco. Game. I've heard good things. I played a little bit of uh, Symphonia once. Uh, it, mainly, the two things I want to say about it is that it looks graphically really great. And like they toned down the fan service a lot. Because like, part of the reason I didn't want to play Tales of Versaria, the last one, it's because the main character, she was supposed to look like she had been in prison for a long time. So she like her clothes were all like ragged. But, uh, <laughs> you, can, you can look it up, but, uh, it's, it's just like, oh no, that, mm, no, I know why that's, that looks that way. Uh, but yeah, those games, they're like, uh, real time combat RPGs. They, they're cool. I really want them to do a crossover with Pokemon because like it works perfectly. Each one of your characters gets like four moves, which is like perfect for Pokemon. I think it's a 3D battle arena. So it'd be cool. <laughs> Oh, the thing I've been saying about Pokemon is that they should make it like they should spend a long time on a Pokemon game and uh have the battles just be fucking 3d arena fighters cool. that would it would take forever to develop because you got to come up with uh fighting like you got to come up with move sets for 160 plus characters and it's 800 plus characters 800 what 807 the fuck i thought they like limited it per game i knew there were okay 800. that's a thing so the newest game sword and shield the guy announced that they aren't going to have the national decks. And it's a bit of a controversy right now that uh, basically that means that not all of your past favorites will be returning playable in Sword and Shield. Yeah, that makes sense to me. It seems like so much work. That's the, it is a lot of work. Yeah. That's the thing. OK, so I a lot of people are like vehemently mad at Game Freak because of this. 
I I'm in the camp that I don't really care because like first of all, they're not they're not new at all. Like visually wise, they've been using the same models for the Pokemon since Pokédex 3D on the 3DS. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That game was made so they could start porting models to, the, to 3D as fast as they could before X and Y had to come out, uh, and they charged fifteen dollars for it. It was just looking at the models of the Pokemon. Wow, fifteen dollars. Uh, it's the same ones in Go, same ones in X and Y, same ones like a tad touched up in in uh, right. Sun and Moon. Uh, second of all, like it's gonna force players to like make new favorite Pokemon. Yes. Like too many people I know just rely on the old favorites and write off the new ones as complete trash. Like if you have to experiment and use new Pokemon, you're only gonna make new favorites and yeah. find more strategies and appreciations for new Pokemon. And it's not fucking Smash Bros. That's not the point. Yeah, like, like, the point is to collect all of whatever is in the new... Like, yeah. I know it's collect them all, but I can guarantee it you... It hasn't been collect the them all since Gen 2. After, like, Gen 3... Mind, Gen 3 literally removed the phrase gotta catch them all from the box art because it literally wasn't possible to get them all in that game. It's like the, you're, you want to experience Sorry. the new Pokemon. I can't... I, I'm interrupting you, but, like, Gen 3 had the same thing. They took... They couldn't put all of the Pokemon from the past games into Gen 3 or because... Uh, they couldn't connect the Game Boy to the Game Boy Advance, but they made a remake of Fire Red and, Le of Red and Blue so that you could do that. So there's probably going to be a way to get your giraffe rig to Sword and Shield. <laughs> probably, but like, I just I think it would just be so cool if Pokemon had a 3D battle arena style fighting. I feel like you're kind of underselling the the already great combat system they have. I mean, it is a good combat system, but I just. I think that would be really cool, yeah. especially with so many characters being so different. That's I think that's like, the thing that would make it gonna, so cool. If, to they me, were, if they did it for that many yeah. Pokemon, if they were ever going to do that for me, I think what they should do is like pull from the Pokedex and give like each Pokemon like one ability or one move. Like Houndour, like can create fire that can melt anything. Have that be like its one attack, and have like the combat system revolve around like synergy between all six of your guys, like right. individually. Don't give each one that much dead time or that much like utility. Like you can't you can't just solo the game with your starter like you can in the RPGs. But like if you had like a Pikachu like if you had like your Pidgeotto like flare guy up into the into the sky and then you switch out your, your Pidgeotto for your Pikachu and your Pikachu uses Thunderbolt on your guy in the sky to like fry That's him. That's a lot like, going on. <laughs> and then like as he falls down, you switch to like Diglett and he digs a hole and like 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 traps him underground. That'd be awesome. Yes, that would be cool. That it seems like that would be really hard to figure out how yeah. to play though. But, All the combinations you know, they could probably easier Bigger into down. it plus a random encounter would be hell at that point like you know getting yeah. a getting a fucking i mean uh, i'm glad that short and shield has the wild area where there's no random encounters in there anymore oh okay, i'm assuming cool. in like dungeons it might they might be back or like i don't know but like the wild area is cool because like you can just like go explore and like see all the stuff on the screen and like it's it really like being able to see the Pokemon sells their size in such a cool way. Like when you see an Onyx in Let's Go, you don't just go like, oh, an Onyx. You go, holy shit, Onyx! <laughs> <laughs> like when they spawn, they're giant and they, just, they can spawn right in front of you. It's like a jump scare. I, I think Sword and Shield is going to be fine. Uh, I'm excited to see Britain. Uh, it's a Pokemon region. I'm going to name all of my Pokemon after Doctor Who companions. It's going to be great. <laughs> You're such a nerd, dude. I fucking love Doctor Who. What can I say? <laughs> Man. I want to get into that, but I'm too busy watching Quantum Leap, <laughs> which is a great show. By the, the thing way. about Doctor Who is that, like, really, the only part I've I've seen that I would say is like really, really great is seasons one to four. Everything after that is like good, but like it's not like it's not like a system seller, it's right? Like, it's like it's, I wouldn't be like start here, or I wouldn't be like 
this is amazing. <laughs> I, I like, I love the reason I like one through four is that the, the lead guy was Russ T Davies and he like everything he touched is gold, man. It's, it's every, not every episode, obviously, but like that, all of his seasons are just so good. Like the characters are great and well-defined and well-rounded and they have arcs. Like he gave the doctor actual like backstory and like things to like grapple with as a character. That's awesome. He gave us some of the coolest new monsters like in the series. So good. I love Doctor Who. I'll don't get me started. I'll talk about it all day. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just love great writing. I love characters that I can engage with. I love compelling characters. We've talked about this before, but yeah, man, you know, writing is just my favorite. Okay, um, aside from that, the only the only thing I have left to say about uh, Xbox is Borderlands Three is coming out eventually. And oh yeah, I'm kind of excited for that. My brothers never let me play Borderlands. <laughs> never touched that. Uh, and then Halo, Halo Infinite. It looks cool. I was more excited for uh, the Master Chief Collection coming to PC <laughs> than I was for Honestly, Halo Infinite. Like, I kind of just want to get a 360 that's backwards compatible with the original Xbox and but, play 1, 2, and 3. But Master Chief Collection is coming to PC, so don't even I bother that, with that. Yeah. You just, but whenever I, you get but I want to play some Xbox 360 exclusives. Okay, that's Because I miss a lot that's of good 7th gen games, and Xbox games are usually the best versions of their respective like multi-platform games. Like I want to play Jet Set Radio or right jet set radio future <laughs> or jet set radio whatever comes out there's only two it's sad oh, only two. Okay. Dude, i listened to the soundtrack of that a while ago it's so good you, you know about those games no i don't you I don't, play, they're, they're these sega games and they're about these kids this like this like underground gangs in i think it's supposed to be tokyo uh in like this like it's they're fighting back against like this like oppressive regime and they they do it by skate skating around on roller skates and spray painting walls and stuff. It's like a platformer Tony well, Hawk I know style Jet Set Radio. I yeah. saw uh, Ross and Barry were playing. I think that yeah. Once on on game Steam on Gump Out or whatever. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I've, good, I've only heard good things. Yeah. Um, it seems like one of those weird games I would really love and I want to try. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I respect that. that. Um, next I thing I have stuff written down for is Square but Bethesda's in between yeah Bethesda I appreciate that Bethesda uh, has owned up to the fact that they fucked up their game and are trying to improve it fuck yeah we put a battle royale in Fallout 76 now I know that words that will live in infamy <laughs> I know that wasn't like the best way to fix it it was probably the cringiest <laughs> but it's better than nothing and plus people are ignoring the fact that right before announcing the battle royale they announced actual gameplay being added to fallout <laughs> <laughs> finally <laughs> it's just that, that that one tiny thing the game was missing gameplay i know i shouldn't be praising them for something they should have already done but i'm glad they're doing it because i kind of want to play the nuclear winter or whatever just to see how it is i've been on a i've been on a battle royale uh kick lately i played a little bit of Fortnite, uh and then i played apex and didn't stop playing apex because it's really good um and then there's the mario uh battle royale which is really oh fun. yeah i i you all talked about that i'm not sure what it is yeah we, it's like a you, it's just original mario you go to the end uh you go to bowser's castle and you try to be the first one there and um you can't touch each other but the items interact with you. So if you knock a shell at someone's That's ghost, cool. it'll kill oh, wait, them. You can't, like, you can't touch it as in like, you'll pass through each other. Yeah. Not like, not you die. Yes. Touch okay. Unless you get a star. If you get Ooh. star power, then you can touch there it. There you go. <laughs> it's, it's really clever. I like how it's made. It's cool. It's like um, the Mario 64 online, but like just for Mario 1. Yeah. Um, is it like a website or a... Uh, yeah, it's a browser and it works with 
remotes. Nice. So you can play it with your Switch remote or PS4 it, remote. Is it the same controls as Mario 1? Because they're kind of garbage. Well, actually, I, I, I say that, but I, I went back to Mario 1 earlier this, this year and was like, you know, it's a different, like, most platformers, like, you keep holding right and, like, jump around and, like, maybe, like, press back, like, back on the left, back to the left sometimes if you want to, like, control your jump a little bit more. In Mario 1, it's, it's more about, like, tapping the stick forward and, like, nursing it. You know, like Mario has enough inertia that he'll keep going. It's just like timing your jumps requires more like, uh, uh, ooh, uh, 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 uh. like, you know, <laughs> I know that's very, I know that's very descriptive. See, you jump around in your chair was funny. Um, yeah, I, I play with the, uh, I use the whole day while you press start to get to back to the same world. So maybe it's my experience is tainted, but whatever. I mean, it, however you play, I don't really like the whole my experience is tainted argument because that's like saying, like, you know, there's, in some cases when it comes to, like, re-releases and stuff like that, there's a definitive way to play. Uh, you may enjoy uh, Ocarina of Time better on the 3DS than on the N64 or vice versa. Uh, but it's not, it's not really about <laughs> the, where you play it as much as it is how the much game. you enjoy it. Like, if you don't like Ocarina of Time at all, then... Unless nine, it's because it's, it's ugly... If it's because it's ugly, then, then you're the shallow and then fuck off. Play the 3D, <laughs> then play the 3DS one and you'll have yeah. a better time. Yeah, but uh, if you don't like Ocarina of Time because of the actual gameplay, then you won't like it on the re-release. I don't really, but that's my little yeah. rant. Um, let's see. I, it'd be cool if Zelda pulled like a, a Resident Evil and like actually remade a game in a completely different gameplay style. Yeah, that like would be the, If they did Majora's Mask and fucking Breath of the Wild style, that would be, cool. be so cool. That would be so dope. Or like, I was thinking more like Ocarina of Time in 2D or something. Well, I mean. Also cool. Also cool, but I, I'm more excited for Majora's Dude, Mask. Imagine, Breath of imagine the Wild. Ocarina of Time with challenging combat. I just beat that uh, like last month. Nice. And Ocarina of Time? Yeah. It was pretty good. It was, it was pretty good, yeah. It's, it's, it's good. It's not perfect by any means it's no. not perfect the, the best game ever by a long no. shot but um it's, it's, it's definitely good. it's earned its place you know on the shelf you know yeah. what i mean like, like it's best it's like, games yeah. of all time it's, i'll, I'll it's revisit that every me. once in a while like it's yeah. good yeah like every time i come out in the hyrule field and the song starts playing i'm like mm, yes i get like chills <laughs> exactly yeah i i i like it it's it's a good game. I recommend it. There's, sure. there's some stupid stuff, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Once you get past, I mean, <laughs> being a being a pro gamer is all about getting over the stupid stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of games have stupid stuff, um, except for the perfect ones. Those don't have stupid stuff. But there are no perfect ones. Yeah, true. That's my life lesson. <laughs> all right. Cool. Is that all you want to say about Bethesda or like um, Doom Two? Looks good. Deathloop. Deathloop. Um, I like the idea of Deathloop. I they showed no gameplay to at, it all. at all. <laughs> um, but Akil and I were... Our ideas are probably better than what the game's going to be, but Akil and I were like, wow, is this like a 1v1 battle royale in an open world? That would be kind of dope. And there's like Take a, forever. And yeah, well, there would be... The idea is that there would be two different phases. Like there'd be a phase where you get items and you like walk through the city and like buy equipment and stuff like that. And if you encounter your player, then you can go ahead and skip to the next phase. But um, if the phase ends, then it forces you guys into a... Like the storm starts coming in Right, or they, they force you as close as possible and then you guys fight to the death. I think that would be kind of cool, especially since it's 1v1, you don't have to worry about other people. And then you could, since there's less people, you could worry more about uh, like other mechanics like parkour would be super dope. She was jumping on the walls and shit. It looks like it would be something like that. 
Uh, they could do more with the time mechanic. Our our expectations are probably are far too high. It's probably gonna be like a, a shooter with two campaigns or something. Probably, which is gonna be disappointing. But whatever. Doom Eternal looks so good. fucking Dude, good, it's like man. Celeste, but if it was a shooter. What? There's a, there's a scene in the trailer where he jumps off a, a ledge and then grabs a, a gem that makes him dash again, and he dashes twice. And <laughs> And that's how you connect. That's how it's Celeste. Yeah. Oh my god. It looks really gamey. Like like more like intentionally like gamey. Like there was a part where he like picked up a one up. And I'm assuming oh, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming it's not gonna have lives, but I'm assuming it's gonna have lots of gamey elements. Oh yeah, like it's that. gonna be like the other Doom. Uh Doom twenty sixteen. You have lives in that game? No. You don't have lives in that. Are you just Oh, are you saying But he picked up something labeled one up? Are you saying it's not going to have lives? Yeah, I'm saying it's not gonna have lives, but it's probably gonna have it, like the HUD is way more colorful. Like you have, you're picking up all these little gems and stuff. Like it looks very a lot more like intentionally like gamified. Yeah, um, Doom is fun, but it's exhausting for me because I'm I'm a very sensitive little boy. So <laughs> constant killing is like ah, it's just like <laughs> Doom is like this aggressively masculine hyper power fantasy and i love that about it it's, it is it's non-stop great. it's a cool idea but i just it's can't like, it's like I, Celeste. I gotta like, like stop you gotta but... take breaks it's like it's like it's not like uncharted where you're designed to like go into like a zen state and like play the game all the way through it's like we have a giant 20-hour chunk of non-stop gameplay take breaks when necessary <laughs> it's like you can't eat like a 20-foot log sandwich all in one bite you right. know <laughs> We're not responsible if you play all 20 all at once. Oh, man. Yeah, looks, I got to play those games at some point. And the I, original. Uh, Doom 2016 is on Switch. I, I want the full experience. I want like a PS... I'll get it on PS4, I guess. Square Enix, baby. Bup, 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 ba do 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 bup. Final Fantasy 7 Remake. I'm pissed off that I bought Final Fantasy 7 before the remake came out because this looks like it looks like um, Final Fantasy 15's combat. No, definitely not. As somebody who played FF15, this looks way better. <laughs> Uh, well, it looks like it's along those lines. Yeah. 15 was hold O, hold square. Oh. Hold O, hold square. Well, that's square. less engaging than I thought. I, yeah, I, I, not I, what I mean is like... You can like also mash beat, O if beat you Beat-em-up type stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's real time. Yeah. real. But, that's the word. It's real time. But like, that's what, I, that's what I'm excited is, uh, about. That. Including non-real time elements like as a homage to the old game. Which and is like, cool. Yeah. It's like you have to build... Instead of just like spamming the right thing when you figure it out, it's... More like you'll know the th what the weakness is because they're going to tell you via the voiceover, but right. like you have to build up to doing the right thing. Right. Yeah. That's so much better to me than I, I just I just me, don't like turn based combat. As a person who likes but... JRPGs and turn based combat and real time games with fun combat, it looks like a fun like reimagining. It looks like a different game. Yeah, that's I, why like, I'm so one excited. That I'm willing to spend like, money on again. It's like a new angle. Yeah. Like taking these two I'm, angles and making a new one. Tifa looks great. Her new design, like. When, oh, yeah, when when right. people I renamed my yeah, <laughs> he doesn't know the names of any of the characters because Would he you, renamed them all. The the issue you can't give me the option to rename my characters because I'm gonna name them something stupid because I record everything I do. <laughs> so I can't wait till my, wait what what's what, what are your characters' names? Like just, the black guy, his name is Bad Guy because okay, so. I thought he was going to be my rival like in Pokemon, but then he. J came into my body and i was like what the fuck <laughs> and then uh, tifa i named her goral like like the way grew pronounces girl goral yes uh, it's 
What did you name Cloud? Um, I just named him Goat. Ah, so I can't wait till Goat, Girl, and Bad Guy take down a, a demonic angel beam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, but um, she looks... Yeah. I, I mean, I when mean, your family is excited when, to see a character's redesign, is that excited to see a character? I think, I think you've, you've made it in the cultural landscape. That's that's crazy to me. Like, I'm it, I have no kind of, nostalgia for the it's end. It's kind so. of they kind of made artificial demand for it because they hadn't shown her up to this point, and everybody was like, "Okay, teach me an FF seven for the PS one." Crazy tits, just like not even physically possible. You haven't seen any, any of the FMVs. That was half the reason people liked her. What the? Fuck? It's half the reason they ship her in Cloud. Like, I the don't game, understand. It's entirely about like Cloud not being interested in Tifa at all and being totally in love with Aerith. Uh, but Tifa's in love with Cloud for the entire game. And like, if you maybe interpret one gesture in the final cutscene, you can say, oh, maybe she did change and like move past him. But like, Tifa has big boobs and that's the reason people like her. Yeah, I've never understood that kind of thing. Like, Man, the entire League of Legends fan base is based around that shit. Like, I, I like Tifa as a character and I like, like yeah, whatever, it's hot. But like, I, I'm fine with her redesign. Like, she has, she looks like a normal human being. She has abs, which is... Way hotter, honestly. Uh, <laughs> Love me a fit woman. Yes, I mean, dude. When I saw Zero Suit Samus in Smash Ultimate, I was like, yes. Yeah, she still like awesome. she, still, she still like breaks her arm in order to use her her pistol. So like, uh, basically, in order to show off her boobs while uh while she uses her neutral B, her arm like comes up like you can look at it, it like in a freeze frame. Uh, it, it's like, it's straight up broken. It's gross. And now I'm disappointed. I was about to compliment the fact that Nintendo with Zero Suit Samus is like, representing a woman in a really good way because yeah. she's not just she, she's eye about candy, him. She's but like, she's like she's a battle. actually like really yes, fit and like really impressive. Yes, it's awesome. But then you mentioned the whole yeah. boob thing. They, they, I think they didn't change that, but it's that's harder than four. And four, she was way more sexualized. Lately, I'm um I remember seeing Akil talking about a complaint with League of Legends character designs, especially with. Females, the one with the weird neck, and how they're all like they're all super sexualized. Like all yeah, yeah like all the female characters looking. are sexualized. Yeah, like all the, the guys can have different body. Like there are fat guy characters. There are yeah, strong guy there's characters, like polar there's bears. Ones, there's, there's fucking there dragon ones. people. It's awesome. But all the girls are sexualized. Yeah. or children. Yeah. they're either sexualized is, or children. Good dichotomy to have. At least they're not all like that, including yeah. the children. But I mean, <laughs> low part of pass. <laughs> um, but like Apex is pretty good about that um bangalore is my favorite character because she's a lot like my mother she's like a military she's a black military woman she has this awesome hair and she's decked out in armor and shit she's really cool and she's she's not just a woman she's a fucking hard-boiled army lady it's cool it's really cool i feel Um, like overwatch almost had that with like may versus like diva but like then you like die as one of them and realize how their butt is just flying all over the screen and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Rip. Oh man. Alright, uh what what else we got? Oh, FF8's getting remastered, which is great because Oh yeah, that's another yeah. one that was that's not the one localized. That never it, it was it was localized, totally. Oh, okay. Because seven was so big they're not gonna not re, they're not gonna okay. not localize eight. But uh uh the source code was lost. And that oh. was a big reason why they never ported it or remastered it at all. So the fact that they're remastering it means that like they either found the they either found it or are actually going the extra mile for their fans, which is cool. Because I've always, I've wanted to play FF8 for a long time because it's it's weird and it's unique and it's very polarizing. So I want to get my opinion on it. <laughs> All right, I like the battle theme. Uh, Avengers, that Avengers game. Yeah, I was talking looks, about that. They 
where's the game? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a big thing. Uh, this guy that like announced like like that it was going to happen uh, in 2017, and this is the first gameplay of it. Yeah, and they cut the way they edit these are, is so sneaky because they they cut in like. like Three uh, seconds, three, like three frames of gameplay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's like it's like the gameplay where like Hulk jumps into the loading zone of a cutscene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just need to show the game, maybe. Yeah, I'm just concerned. Like, there's five playable characters. How is is this going to be really shallow and like moving place to place often? Is it going to be like buggy because they haven't they have to play test five different character types? Like, I mean, I don't think it's going to be that bad because is it going to be like Sonic Adventure one? Because <laughs> that game has six characters. I mean, I mean, five probably means a little bit better. But like, okay, we've gotten to an age where playtesting a lot of characters is no longer a problem. With fucking Marvel Ultimate Alliance. That's well. That's the thing about that one is that like their pro- that, that takes less work because it's not different gameplay styles. It's like a, a different model on the same probably the there's same different couple moves for all of them. I mean, they have different moves, but like it's probably and the then same. there's different synergies for different uh, are, like, groups of characters. Right? No, they. Like little cutscene attacks. I don't remember. God, I'm like, trying it's, to. It's I'm the trying same, to it's the same dig gameplay back in style my every time, and it's probably the, the same couple of like I'll probably all the girls have the same model, and all the big guys have the same model, and maybe like Spider Man has like lanky guy model or something. Mm. Uh, and like really, each one has like what two moves? Now that I think about it, it it's, it's probably, probably it's probably doesn't, probably doesn't take that much. Ah, uh, it's like Pokemon, like it's a turn based thing. Really, it's just like the the model switched. Uh, it's it's weird to me that they're they're doing like like 2012. Avengers, because when I think Avengers now, I think like Thanos, you know. I mean, sure. I I'm a big fanboy, so when I think Avengers, I think Iron Man, Captain America, whoever else is there, I don't care. <laughs> it's just weird. Like it's just in, in the cultural zeitgeist right now. When you think Avengers, you think Infinity War in, in in Endgame. Well, yeah, I'm sure most people do, but I'm sure when the game was being developed, my whole thing was when I saw Tony with that long fucking hair. I was like, whoa. Mm. Yeah, they're doing the actor licenses, which makes sense, but it's, it's weird seeing them not as Chris Evans and Tony I like Stark. their designs. It's so different. I like it a lot. I'm glad they didn't just go with what everyone knew. I'm glad they're they're taking a risk. Yeah. Because they're taking a risk, I have hope that the actual game will be good because if they're willing to take a risk like that for like visuals, which is more important than you'd think because a lot of people have lots of opinions on that. But if they're willing to make a risk on that, then they're definitely willing to make a risk on. I'm assuming the game. it's going to be like a linear game, probably. Like yeah. not, not like not open world. I mean, I like, I hope to God not. Yeah. Like it, it looks like it's going to be story based. There's yeah, like, too many story like games chapter that, to chapter like Uncharted. Yeah, there's too many story games that are open world. It's yeah. just silly. Some of them work, but uh, not all. Yeah, I mean, okay, so um, Grand Theft Auto. That's one that I've played. Yeah. I was trying to think of one right off the. Red Dead Redemption, the first one, I haven't played the second one. But both of those games have super linear stories where you go point to point to point to point. There's no point at all in it being open world. It's, There's it's no... Like, the, the Rockstar makes so, them so good. Rockstar I mean, makes the worlds so awesome that it's just like, it's like an awesome side activity to but have they're actually, your story game. They're entirely empty. Like, if you... If you're looking for something to do other than crashing your car into people on the side of the road or robbing the occasional drugstore or whatever, there's nothing to do. I was thinking more like, doesn't um, Red Dead Red Dead have like treasure just to find and like you know just riding around in the open west? Like, I I don't know about two, but in one there wasn't. It was kind of exactly the same as Grand Theft Auto. It was just a world where you could run your horse into some people. You could rob again. You could rob a little store. Um, you could ride a train on that one. You could jump on the train. 
and uh, or get hit by the train. I, it was, it was, it was, it's cool, but it's just not. The longevity isn't really. I there's no there's no point. There's just no point. But that's whatever. sad. <laughs> All right, is there anybody in between Square and Nintendo? Because uh, Sony didn't do anything. Ubisoft, Ubisoft doesn't count as a company. Yeah, I, they had a decent show. I didn't watch it. I don't care about Ubisoft at um, all. I heard the, the new Watch Dogs thing yeah, where you can play, you can play every character. Anyone. That and then they cool. showed gameplay of the of, fucking of the grandma. grandma. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. That's cool. That's cool. Um, they I've got Watch Dogs. Just Dance on the Wii. Not the Wii U. The, but the Wii. The thing is, they've been doing that for the past couple of games, even when the Wii U was out. So, like, it has to be making them more money than just putting it on the Wii U. I mean, because people, t- it has the best motion controls for that game. Because Plus, no, like, no one else. If makes- you put it on the Wii, all Wii U's are backwards compatible. Yes. So it covers the Wii U market. It's totally, it's like, it's foolproof. Man, my my dance teacher in middle school, she uh, every Friday, if you took dance class, every Friday we played just dance. She's probably the person buying on the Wii, Wii versions. She's there. She's the whale. Yes, she's the one making those sales. Boom. Oh man, she would survive without it though. I mean, Rasputin on Just Dance Two is killer. <laughs> yeah. All right, man, we're ready to talk about the big end. Ooh, yeah. Here we go, man. Uh, Luigi's Mansion Three. That looks good. It looks pretty good. Yeah, that looks really good. Apparently, it is not mission based like Dark Moon, which is what a lot of people wanted. Um, I didn't play Dark Moon. I so, played very little of the GameCube one, the first one. I played um, the the 3DS re- remake port of the GameCube one. It's really good. It's really charming. I like it a lot. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. It wasn't my type of game, but also I was an idiot back in the day, and now I'm like playing all kinds of different genres, trying to dip my feet in everything, see what I like, see what I don't like. Which is why I finally finished Ocarina of Time. So when this comes out, I'm gonna play it. I I really want it to be good. It's like oh, it's really hard to fit into a genre, Luigi's Mansion, because it's like kind yeah. of a twin stick shooter, but like kind of it has like survival horror elements, like not the sur- not the survival part or the horror part, but like the layout of the mansion has like the same gameplay loop almost as a Resident Evil game. <laughs> maybe it's very hard to fit into, and like it's kind of a twin stick shooter, but like instead of shooting, uh, you suck and and blow. It's a, is there like a. Is there a puzzle aspect to it? Totally. Okay, so then I would tie, I would name it a twin stick uh, puzzle game. Puzzle game, because yeah. that I had that trouble with Portal as well. Oh, it's, uh, it's a first person shooter puzzle game. Yeah, exactly. But it wasn't that obvious before for me, at least. I was just like, "What the fuck?" Is because you're not actually. I mean, you're shooting a portal, but you're not shooting yeah, like anyone. People yeah, sh- like the tart shoot at you occasionally, but that's more like as the block yeah. to like the puzzle stuff. Right, and you can have them shoot it. I love Portal. I love <laughs> I'm I'm gonna play through it again. Probably make a video because I make videos about everything. But um, um, let's see. Link's Awakening. Yeah, I don't really. I don't know. I looks, like it looks, I like it on the GBA, but it looks it, it's GB. G or GB. or GBC. I I I group it together because I played it on an emulator, yeah. which just plays all. The it just like GB looks games. so shot for shot. I don't know if I'm gonna play it or not. That and then I don't like the style. Yeah, it's I don't weird. like the art style. At it's all. like cool. It's like it's it's original. It's its own thing, but like it doesn't fit the game for me. I've gone yeah. this before on a podcast. It just looks like I don't know if I'm gonna play it. I, it's it's kind of sad that I'm not really interested in Zelda. The at more all. I see it, the less I'm interested, <laughs> which is not what's supposed to yeah. happen. Like when I first saw it, I was like hell yeah, but now I'm seeing it again, and I'm not as hell yeah about it. I don't know. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Apparently they're adding, they're at least adding seven more heart containers. I saw that. Because um, they're also doing the no, six. The what? Mario Maker thing. Yeah. The Maker like, dungeon. Little dungeon thing. That's kind of cool. That's cool, I guess. Uh, I don't know. If okay. there's an online element, then it makes it like more practical. I guess. I don't know. It looks fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'd be kind of the worst thing you can say about the Zelda game. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's unremarkable. Or it's remarkable in the so bad I, way. I took my notes a little bit out of order for this. The hero got announced for Smash, like uh, Dragon Quest. Oh. Which is cool because we're getting the Dragon Quest Overture in Smash now, which is a absolute bop. Yeah. Bop, bop, bop. Except I don't care because it's another anime f- yeah, sword true. fighter in Apparently my Apparently he eyes. can kill himself as an attack. <laughs> so he might be the best character in the whole game. Who oh, knows? wow. Uh, that's, I mean, I don't know. I, it's, I like representation for, you know, everyone. I just... Why this one? This one is the it's, generic it's one. Super, Why not Dragon Quest Three? Isn't that the one that's? It's like, literally all of the heroes from Dragon Quest. Well, yeah, but the default one is is the, is eleven because yeah. it's the most recent one. Uh, you have no idea how much I want to like Dragon Quest, dude. Like, it's just people who love Dragon Quest. The way they talk about it just makes it like it seems so cool. But god damn it, it is so boring. <laughs> I played. I granted, I've only played seven. Which to quote uh, the big Dragon Quest guy, Tim Rogers has interesting characters and the Final Fantasy job system. I bought it because I was like, oh, a turn-based RPG with a Final Fantasy job system. I love that system. It's great. I want to play that. You don't get the job system until you play 25 hours of the slowest, most boring RPG ever. The game is about saving several different islands from the past and bringing them into the future by stopping like a disaster or whatever. And that means that nothing you do feels like it has any connection to anything else and there is no plot. The characters, the characters with personalities are the most generic characters I have ever seen. There's hero guy, sassy girl, big brute man. It is exasperating. I try to pick it up once on like car trips every like two years. And I play like three, three conversations and then <laughs> give up again. Oh my God. Yeah, uh, Dragon Quest is the reason that I don't like RPGs. My fucking brother, uh, Chris, I he, might. Was, he was obsessed with it. And, like, he was the one who got me into video games in the first place. I probably would not be a gamer at all if it was not for him because I I love movies and um, I was watching more movies then. I'd probably end up like, what's his name, Nerd Rider or whatever, <laughs> instead of doing the games now. But um, Chris was obsessed with that game. And uh, nine or eight or which one? I, I don't know. He was just PS, he was, was obsessed PS2 or DS with or? it was PS2. Eight. Um, eight. He was obsessed with Dragon Quest on the PS2, and I preferred watching him play Skyrim. I wasn't allowed to play very many video games when it wasn't my turn, but um, and I couldn't play Skyrim at all. So when it was his turn to play, I wanted to see him play Skyrim because it was rated M and it looked cool. And then he played Dragon Quest, and it was just so slow and boring and. It's, Heard good things about eight. Um, I might try eleven when it comes out just on Switch. I just I, I've been burned once. Yeah. So to be fair, I didn't give it really a fair chance because I yeah you as a backseat you gamer. You see uh, yeah. Skyrim. Um, but um, like as it's just it's a horrible backseat gamer game because you're watching basically Turn-based. nothing. I mean, um, the cutscenes are probably good because you have the characters interacting and stuff, and it's basically a movie. Yeah. At that except point. I don't care about the characters because they're boring. Like I, it's, I was also 
very young. <laughs> yeah. What was this? 2011? 11? Uh, on the PS2, it came out like probably 2004 or 5. Well, I mean, I'm saying it was 2011 when, when I was you watching it. Yeah. So I don't know how old I was. I can't remember. But um, uh, yeah, I, when I saw that, I was like, I don't want to play a game like this because this is boring. So I avoided them at all costs, which, you know, not fair, but whatever. That FF Tactics looking Dark Crystal game is a oh, thing. Oh, yeah, that, that looks weird. Why was that at... E- oh! It's because it's a Netflix thing, so I it's forgot. probably a big deal. Um, the fucking Sunny in Philadelphia guy made it was making a show about game developers. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And why is, the Ubisoft why was that at E3? I have no idea. That doesn't it's seem like... It's a gamer like- thing, and like it's not... If Ubisoft is writing it, it's not going to be in touch with what gamers like or want at all. Yeah, I... I think that's well. The trailer that they gave, I think that's kind of the point. Is that it's like, like it's it's from the perspective of game developers who think they know what everyone wants, but doesn't actually know what everyone wants. And because Ubisoft is writing it, it could either be right on the head because they don't know what they're doing, or they could miss the mark entirely because they don't know what they're doing. It's just <laughs> both ways are because they don't know what they're doing. So. Yeah. Sorry, I just I I'm, forgot about that, and that's a reminder. I'm trying to go through these things fast. Uh, they're re-releasing a bunch of the Mana games, and one of them is coming to the West for the oh, first time, yeah. which is really cool. And they're remaking it, I think. Uh, well, they're remaking it, and they're also releasing the original as yeah. well. Yeah. So and they're remaking it, and then they're releasing the entire, uh, the whole series. I've heard good things about Secret of Mana. Yeah, I wanted to play it. Um, it's like a co-op uh, action RPG. Yeah. yeah, I want to play the original. Um, I just can't remember if it was Secret of Mana, the SNES yeah. or NES. SNES. SNES. Yeah. Uh, they shut off uh, Witcher 3 for the Switcher 3. I, I I somehow missed that entirely. I was watching the entire conference, and, you just and totally I guess I looked tuned away. It out. I looked away. It wasn't a very long trailer, and then it wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> and people were talking about. It. I'm like, whoa! When did they show that? They showed off uh, uh, the new uh, date your students emblem. Oh, fire! Emblem. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not? You really don't like that. Apparently, it's they have a time skip now, so it's not pedophilia anymore. <laughs> but hey, grooming is a thing. <laughs> That's gross. Grooming? Wait, I'm going to look up the actual definition of grooming. Uh, define grooming. Prepare a child for a meeting, especially via internet chat room with the intention of committing a sexual offense. That's not the, that's not the definition I got. It's like sometimes pedophiles will like groom a kid, like keep watch over them and like, like claim them. Uh, and like when they're 17 and like wait till they're 18 to like actually do it with them when it's legal. Oof. And that's also an illegal activity. So grooming wow. is like something Belef can probably get prosecuted for now, which is great. Like, like that's you can just tell 17-year-old students, I would love to hang out with you as a person when you're 18. <laughs> and hey, one thing can just lead to another when they're 18, not 17. It's gross. Fire Island is gross. I kind of like Seven, but it's just a gross series. I remember you went on a rant about Final, Fan- Final Fire Fuck one time. They're uh, porting the two bad Resident Evil games to the Switch for some reason. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> I think Five is like received like okay if you're playing with a friend. Because uh, that game was built around co-op. Uh, new Contra game where, with some ports. I think... I, I The Contra, it looks so bad. Yeah. Like, Contra is a... It's a 2D... It's a running gun shooter. It's yes. like hard. And it's like a 3D weirdo <laughs> so game. So to see it turn into this is like, what the fuck? And uh, um, I... Last summer, I had this kick where um, I got an emulator. I couldn't afford a SNES Classic. So I was like... Well, fuck it. I'll emulate all the games that Every are on the SNES on the... Classic. So you, play, you play Contra 3? <laughs> I did play Contra 3. I like Contra 3. It's just too hard for me, and yeah. I can't beat it. So. Uh, I actually have a theory, Josh. 
Demon X Machina will never actually be released. It'll just be at every single one of Nintendo's E3s <laughs> until the end of time. And then as the world is collapsing on itself, it'll release. A single copy will rise from the ashes and go on to form a new digital world of humans. <laughs> wow. Where we all fly around in giant robots. That'd be dope. No More Heroes 3. That, that's pretty cool. I'm sorry, what? No, no More Heroes 3. I have no clue what that is. No More Heroes, it's, they were these weird games for the Wii about being a total fucking dork. Like, uh, you play this kid, this guy named Travis Touchdown. The guy with like the red jacket and the lightsaber, basically. Mm. The guy I showed you who recharges his weapon by doing this. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, they made this guy named Pseudo51. And it's like, they're these games, basically, it's like this game about playing uh, as a, who, you, who a 13-year-old would think is really cool. <laughs> He's like, he has all these shitty one-liners <laughs> and like there's all these weird wrestling moves uh and he's like a, he's like addicted to gambling uh, i want to play those games really bad because they seem really fun and wacky and out there uh but the third one uh, wasn't like like limbo like is it gonna come out is it gonna happen or not uh and nintendo is supporting him apparently and making it on the switch nice really cool. all right what what what's next how much uh, longer till we panzer, get to uh panzer dragoon is happening uh that's like a really obscure series for the sega saturn I'm glad it's gonna get a What are my notes for this? I have Fire Emblem, Danger Dragon video, Anime Police Beat 'em Up. <laughs> anime Police Beat 'em Up. Yeah, there was one anime. that was like. There oh, like, oh, uh, Astral Chain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is a Hideki Kamiya game. Do not story his reputation. I, I love that man. It looked silly. It was like, I was like, what the That's fuck? That's the point. Am I Dude, at? The Wonderful 101 is the greatest video game that has ever been made because it is ridiculously silly and out there and everyone is giving shit to everyone constantly oh shit oh boy yeah see shit everywhere why why is it that it always starts thundering whenever we try to yeah. do it? i'm gonna close this blinds because i don't like having them open yeah the wonderful one one such a game play it if you haven't please port it to switch it's so good like every single character is like an is like kind of an awful person and like like it's about these, this group of superheroes who it's like defeating an, uh, an alien invasion to save the world and like they can't get it done because they're yelling at each other the entire time and there's so many good lines and so many awesome hype moments it's just so good and it's like super unique and the comment system is like deep and like out there it's just so good hideki kimia makes really good out there games he like he like he'll do he like bounces from thing to thing so often. Like you can tell, he like really wants to make the things he wants to make. Like he made Okami, then he made Beautiful Joe, which like are two entirely different games. Like Okami is set in like feudal Japan, and Beautiful Joe is about like a guy going to his TV. And like he made a Wonderful One Hundred and One, he made uh, Bayonetta, he made the first DMC, he made Vanquish. <laughs> so many like awesome games. Like he's a visionary. I, I love him so much. Yeah, I I appreciate when people are willing to take risks to do the things that they think are worth doing, you know? Yeah, man. Platinum, great studio. Ultimate Alliance 3 got shown off again. Cadence of Hyrule. It's like Crypt of the Necrodancer, which I haven't played. Which is like, but it's also Zelda. Yeah. I, I got Crypt I of the Necrodancer for four bucks via a sale on the yeah, Switch Yeah, and store. it ended, yeah, but man. I get paid on Friday, so fuck off, oh, Nintendo. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's good. It's a, it's, I don't know how much of it is... How much of it I like because they're they're commonplace roguelike uh, systems. Well, this is very different roguelike. It's... I'm talking about uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Oh, like it's the first roguelike I've ever I've ever really played. Unless oh count. yeah, that's what I mean. Crypt of the Necrodancer is a very different roguelike. Really? Yes. Just... It's not. It is not the typical roguelike formula. If you want a very typical roguelike, go for like Nuclear Throne. That's a that's it's pretty close to the original formula of a, a roguelike, but 
Necrodancer's fucking rhythm game. I mean, kind of. It's actually not that based around it. It's just like you need to stay on the beat or else you'll lose your coin multiplier and you won't move if you mess up with the, the beat timing. And if you're yeah. in combat, that'll, that's like, that's bad. But really, it's not as paramount as I thought. I thought it would be like if you take, you take damage if you don't go on the beat. And that's not true. Oh, that would be horrible. Yeah, no, horrible. I, the, the lack of multiplier and the wonky movement and the, you know, in combat thing, that's, that's, a complete game something that small is a game changer for yeah, it's like the entire like like game yeah it's like the entire game enter the gungeon the only thing that makes it super different is, is the that fact everything's that guns can, that and dodge rolling yeah it's, that's it and <laughs> that complaint it completely yeah. it, it has rocketed like, it toward as one of the best roguelites ever to a lot of people just because of those two things like polish them out of like yeah it's also like I, this is the first game i've ever played with like lots of random drops and like randomly generated worlds that is horrible i hate that and like unless you got uh adventure time uh explore the dungeon because i don't know uh which is a shitty roguelike i played on the 3ds uh <laughs> It's basically my first roguelike, my first uh, exposure to this, like, it's almost like gambling in a way. It's, like, very luck-based, with yes. a lot of skill involved. I love roguelites. Uh, I believe it's Akil's favorite genre, but they're super fun. They're just super addicting. Um, like, Downwell. I love Downwell. That's I still play Downwell. Shit, dog. It's time. Mario and Sonic at the 2020 I, Tokyo Games, baby! Don't break your phone now. <laughs> yeah, I would... That, also a game that I didn't exists. expect that, because... They don't. They're, they're like partnered with the Olympic Games to like do that every year. Well, they don't do it every time. Well, every, every they don't time, do every it every time since 2008. Yeah, have yeah. have they? They've done 2008, uh, Beijing. I think that they didn't do winter until after. What came after? What came 20? No, they did. They did uh, Beijing. No, Beijing, London, Sochi, Rio. Ooh. Yeah, watch the mic. Yeah, Rio, and then. I guess, I guess you're right. They skipped a couple winter ones. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like. It seems like they weren't doing all of them, so I wasn't sure if we were going to get one. And I was really hoping we were, because the, at the last Olympic game, at the very end, uh, they yeah, announced Mario. that it was going to be in Japan, Japan with, with Mario. Mario. That was cool. awesome. So for the, that, I'm... This is going to be cool. Yeah. I really like the Olympic games. Me and my family always Okay, so... Actual big game alert. Animal Crossing is Don't Starve Now. I mean, I... It looks good. I've never played Animal Crossing. Heathen. <laughs> I mean, this might be the one that gets me into it. It, it, looks, it looks good. Super good. Yeah. It looks good. So, I mean, and I like Minecraft. Everyone's <laughs> I hate that our generation goes straight to Minecraft when you see survival elements. Gosh. I mean, if it, someone said, uh, someone who plays Animal Crossing was like, oh, Animal Crossing is Minecraft now. And I'm like, well, I, I guess I will play this one. It's like, there's no building and like crafting is an element, but so many games of crafting now that like it's not even a Minecraft thing. Uh, and like you can't really die. I'm assuming there's no survival element. Yeah, probably not. Cause I'm assuming you'll dinner. also buy a house at some point, and like then it'll just be traditional Animal Crossing, but with crafting. Uh, yeah, it looks it looks great. It looks like it is like a lot of the Animal Crossings are kind of the same game, but on a different console. So like, it, I'm glad that, that this is going to be a step forward right. for the Switch. Like, it's not just me New Leaf again. New Leaf is great, but I don't want to play it again on the Switch. You know, I really like Nintendo's doing a lot really good with the Switch. Yeah. Like with Sword and Shield and you know, Breath of the Wild. I just I'm so excited for this new age of refreshing, you know? Yeah. It's just everything is so refreshing. <laughs> Alright, and then three things from the highlight reel, four things from the highlight reel, and then we get to the big From the big what boy. reel? From the highlight reel at the end. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Spyro coming to switch like trash did. Uh Silk Song. Yes. I'm good. I'm super hyped for Sil Silk Song. Oh my god. 
I I love movement. I love movement. And period. That's it. I, I mean, just, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad I'm not paralyzed okay, too. Look, fuck off. I I love like fluid movement in video games. That's why I love Spider Man so much, man. It's so fun. Nino Cooney coming to Switch. Great. It looks uh, like gr- Studio Ghibli. It is Studio Ghibli. It is Studio Ghibli. Like, they were hired. Well, to now I want to play it. <laughs> uh, and then Super Lucky's Tale is a Microsoft. I it's a Microsoft owned thing, and it's coming to Switch. Just more more cross platform stuff from them. Uh. Then we get into the two big boys. Well, three big boys, technically. All right, all right. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie for Smash? Is Banjo-Kazooie that? and Zelda. Oh. Uh, they're, they're, yeah, they're, I'm excited. Yeah, I, I am too, but not because I like Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> you know, it's what it represents, you know? And I hope- it might actually not be, because we haven't seen Banjo-Kazooie like... Kazooie isn't a character so far. Like, it's mostly just been Banjo smiling at the camera. Where's Kazooie's quips? I mean, he uses Kazooie as, like... As an attack, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean. Kazooie, of course Kazooie wasn't going to be his own Kazooie's character. Kazooie's, like... I mean, Kazooie's, like, personality needs to be represented. I, oh, yeah. Like, I, their yeah. idol animation better be... Like it is in the game. That's uh, Kazooie pecking Banjo on the head. Like, he, I want some more Kazooie. It needs to be a 50-50 balance. But, like, it looks good. It looks good. It does look good. Uh, I like the implications that it has with... Microsoft and Nintendo. I would love and Rare Replay on the Switch. Either yeah, either that or a whole new banjo game, which is a more of a stretch. But hey, you I, know? I don't know. I feel like I would honestly rather have a take on banjo that was like fleshing out the ideas in Tui that didn't land than like making another game that's trying to be banjo because we want again. Yeah, that, I'm not saying I'm not saying make another. I think that that's what they would do. Well, oh okay, all right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like right. banjo. It's like it's like Citizen Kane. Like, you don't touch per- perfection, except it's not perfect. Except that you're wrong. <laughs> fucking, it's so clunky, man. It's I not even clunky in it, the slightest. It is clunky. I fucking I hate how he jumps. He, he, it's just because when you press the button, it takes it takes too long. I don't want to put a number on it because I'd probably be wrong. I was gonna say a whole second. It's not a whole it, second. Like, doesn't though. It takes too long for him to jump after you press the button. It should be immediate. And it is immediate. It's not immediate. I've been, it's not immediate. It's such a lag. It's so slow. It's frustrating. All right. And then the, the last last thing they did. <clears throat> Spooky Zelda sequel. Yeah. I am excited, but I'm also worried. I am curious. I am interested. Cool. Yeah. I want it to be. I really want it to be. I don't want it to be. Exactly like Majora's Mask, of course, but exactly I want it to like be like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah, I want it to be like the Majora's Mask of, of Breath, Breath of the Wild. Wild. Yes, but like if we make Breath of the Wild the Ocarina of Time of the 3D Zeldas, imagine how good the 3D Zeldas <laughs> would have to be. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh God. Um, but you know, I they've they Nintendo has this thing that they do where they make something good and then they ruin it <laughs> sometimes. So I'm worried that that might happen, but I'm trying to stay positive. I really want it to be really good. Zelda's God got- damn, this is a long episode. Yeah, man. Holy shit, now how long 20 is minutes. <laughs> uh, our, our last, we did, yeah, the only one that's like this long is a one we did for like a random direct from like 2017. Yeah, which was like, why? And like <laughs> at this point, I think everybody's moved past E3. So, uh, yeah. That's true. I'll try and get it out on on Saturday. So, that people will care zelda looks like it'll be fun there's a lot more to look forward to in, in gaming's future right now i feel yeah like, I, after like kh3 came this, out yeah i was like you know what? there's not much i'm looking forward to anymore yeah end of this year is already looking great but yeah. next year 
Oh, God. 2020 is the year. That's the year for games, I'm telling you. Plus, I'll have a PC and a PS. I'll have all the consoles, and I'll be, I'll be up to date on all my stuff. Until they announce the PS5 and the Xbox yeah. Project Scarlet at E3, and you have to buy a new console over again. Which is fine. I can, I'll can. i do that. I'm, gonna I'm do. probably not going to get the... I'm going to wait until like, three gonna years into the... I'm not um, gonna, well, I'm going to wait until like, a couple years into the console cycle and see which one is the better choice. That's all you with the PS4. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to get the Scarlet, because I know that Microsoft doesn't really do exclusives anymore. Um, except for like Halo, but yeah. they said that it's most okay. likely gonna be on the one and the and the Scarlet. Either that, well, yeah, that, and it's probably gonna be on PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's like their their business model now is they're putting everything on PC. Yeah, and other stuff um, to too. push for Windows 10, which is really smart because a lot of people are still on like Windows 7. And yeah, <laughs> where um, I work right now is all like airports are windows 7 where we're like everywhere yeah, is windows 7 it's it's a really good like os eight, like eight and windows garbage, 10 right? just windows 8.1 was, was garbage, garbage. Okay. i don't know why there was such a drastic shift between windows 8 and windows 8.1 but windows 8.1 is utter trash but yeah windows 7 was a good os and windows 10 is fine it's just not it's not as it's not as fine tuned as um windows 7 but yeah pushing for windows 10 is a good move um probably not gonna get the scarlet just because that business model i'm i'm excited i'm excited i'm in a good place with games right now <laughs> I mean, yeah i think the only the only way i see, the way i see right now is that either the the only ways that i would buy a scarlet is that if xbox turns it around and actually becomes a real competitor again mm-hmm. or if sony fucks it up so badly like they did with the ps3 that i have to get that that's yeah, where all the third party yeah. is like if there's no 599 then uh jesus christ five, can you imagine 599 was the price of the ps3 at launch yeah, yeah uh we we People I, freaked out when the switch was 300 at launch i own a ps3 it's just not here it's in memphis i, would, I want him to send me that i'm gonna ask if he'll send me that i want i want to play my xbox 360 I I own an Xbox One too. It's just all it's in all Memphis. in Memphis. I'm gonna ask if he can send it because I know for a fact he doesn't play those games. He's fucking old man. Old man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was E3. That was E3. Uh, if you want E3 th- is so good. Where's the E4? Come on. <laughs> I hate I hate that I make that joke too often. It's a funny joke. I like it. Um, yeah. Thank thank you for listening. Please share with your friends. Please, we'll have a guest please. next time. All right, bye. See ya. Salutations, even. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll see ya. Tomorrow, you're only a day away.